a hoe, he's a hoe, she's a hoe, we some hoes, wouldn't you like to be a hoe too? All right, so this is another episode of Ho in the Know. <laughs> I'm here. I am Pretty Boy Girl, or at Pretty Boy Girl on Instagram. I am at the Real Pretty Boy Girl on Patreon. Um, this is our podcast, and I'm joined by Baby Clover. Say hey, Baby Clover. Yo, yo, it's me, Clover. Hey, hey. Um, and right now, she is not 100% out, so we are going to keep her identity uh, under wraps for, like, until she's comfortable, you know, or they're comfortable. Sorry, let me get the pronouns correct. Thank you. They, them, everybody, they, them, shout out to Clover. But they, I guess in the club, I'm she, her. Yeah, true. In the club, we're all she, hers. We're because girls, girls, girls. Girls, girls, girls. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, patrons really don't understand, like, diverse gender identities, so. I had one that did. Yeah, you did? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Um, he was, he was like... Well, actually, he was kind of weird about it. He was like, oh, so what are your pronouns? And I was like, they, them. And he was like, oh, cool. Do you want to tell me a little bit about how, like, you explored your gender? Wow. <laughs> how you explored your gender? Yeah. I wonder if it was like he was trying to make it kinky. Like, how did you explore no, your gender? No, he was. He was. He was like, yeah. Yeah. You he... like girls. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I was like, them. it's a little bit different than exploring your sexuality. It yeah. was kind of me being it's... like, hmm. Yeah, it's gender identity. It's not, like, sexual orientation. But it's not like men understand that kind of thing. No. Um, so anyway, ooh, so we're here. We're queer. Uh, get used to it. Also, we're strippers, and uh, this is a podcast about sex workers talking about sex work. I'm going to take off my headphones because I don't want to hear my voice right now. Fluff this hair. Cute. <laughs> um, so we're here this week to talk about baby strippers. Being a baby stripper, baby stripping 101. Uh, so you want to be a stripper? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark. Um, so we're going to kind of go through all of the basics. And um, Clover is here because it is their, uh, they are a baby stripper. And everything is new and fresh. And I love talking to them about their experience because... I'm I, such a baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I have, like, old eyes. So, like, I look at everything and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I don't even listen to anybody or know anybody's names. And I just, like, I'm like a fucking robot in the club in some ways. As much as it looks natural, you know? Like, mm-hmm. whenever you get good at something, you can, like, be a robot. But it's natural. I'm, like, hiding in the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> in my downtime. Hiding in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you want to be a stripper. Um, so let's kind of start from the top. Um, so if you want to be a stripper, step one is auditioning most of the time, although there's a bit of a change in California because of the new employee, uh, switchover because formerly we were independent contractors and now, um, we are employees at most clubs. Although there are definitely some clubs that are operating under the radar and also pay off the local government. At our club, it's... At our club, which we're not going to name because I kind of, like, I don't want our club to change to employee status because the real problem with that is that a lot of um, clubs have taken it as an opportunity to, like, thoroughly punish strippers for uh, trying to access their rights as laborers. So, like, there were a bunch of lawsuits that uh, happened um, where various strippers uh, came and said, we are being treated as employees. We have a schedule. We um, are working like X amount of hours. Uh, our identity is core to the identity of the club. Um, and so we should be in, cl- in 
considered employees. And so this kind of extended to uh, beyond clubs. This is also applies to like Uber, Lyft, and other like um, companies that were treating employees as independent contractors. And that was used to like deny uh, benefits to the workers. So a lot of people came and they filed lawsuits against clubs to get uh, owed wages because like clubs dock a lot of their wages. They like take about 50% of your earnings. So you earn like, say, $100 for the club, the club gets 50%, you get 50%. So $50, $50. And that's kind of obviously unfair because you're doing all of the labor and uh, you're still not getting paid a wage for it. So the club is still like, if you make nothing in a night, formerly, if you make nothing in a night, you're making nothing overall. So anyway. Or even negative money. Or negative money, if you, yeah. If you didn't make the minimum, then you had to pay sometimes. Yeah, you still had to, like, tip out people. And I know, like, some girls, they, like, make $100, and they're still like, oh, I just, I still want to tip out uh, people. Like, I feel like I need to tip out everybody, like, at least $5. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, you made less than minimum wage. You're working X amount of hours, and you're still, like, paying other people who are on salary, like, who are making hourly wages or who are salary workers. True. So it makes literally no sense. But there's, like, this crazy, like, mentality that clubs uh, are, you know, creating with um, their employees or with the the dancers in the club and taking advantage of people. Um, So anyway, we are now employee status uh, at most clubs, except for at my club because we are operating under the radar. Don't out us because if we were so... This is a whole fucking episode in itself. So let's get back to the thing. So auditioning. Most clubs will make you audition. My first club, I did not have to audition. Um, Like, the night whenever I was going out to audition, I got all, like, dressed up. It took several hours. Yeah, several hours. We went shopping for, like... An outfit. I didn't find an outfit. I just yeah. Up- we we went to the mall, and so I will say that like, um, if you're in a pinch, going to like Forever Twenty One or going to like uh, Victoria's Secret or something, and buying an outfit is an option. But there's like um, there's kind of like a way that strippers look and should dress, and uh, there's like a lot of stores that are specifically catered toward outfits for strippers that, like, look right in the club that are, like, good for um, under, like, black lights and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why you go shopping there. But you can go shopping at the mall if you're in a pinch. Also, I mean, it's not really a huge deal if you just have some kind of, like, cute undergarments. I honestly haven't gotten an outfit yet. I've just been wearing my normal bra and underwear. (laughs) And, like, I'm doing fine. Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, we work at a club that's, like, fully nude, like, legitimately. Completely, completely naked. Like, there are, like, a few different types of clubs. There's, mm-hmm. like, full nude, like, the one that we're at. So you're just walking around naked. You're Literally on, naked. And you can put on clothes when you go for, like, the stage dancing. Yeah. And then you take off your top. Yeah, because some, some people, like, want to legitimately, like, strip. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, that's kind of the norm at other clubs. Like, yeah. full nude clubs generally means that you're fully nude by the end of two songs whenever they call you onto the stage. Or whenever you're giving a private dance. Um. Yeah. Well, it kind of works. It varies. But it varies a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of variation. Um. So then there's, like, bikini clubs. Which is, yeah. Where you can serve alcohol. And then there's topless clubs. Oh, I don't... What's bikini versus topless? So, topless, um, you're, like, you're in, like, a bikini whenever you're... Damn, you can hear, like, this car going off outside, like, really bumping the stereo. Sorry about that for everybody. Um, but anyway, so, like, 
if you're in a bikini club, like you wear a bikini the whole time. But if you're in a topless club, then like you can kind of like have your top off um, whenever you're on stage six feet away from patrons. So like there's a lot of like rules about it. Like sometimes you have to be like two feet off the ground on a stage. Um, yeah, we are having some crazy sound moments, so apologies to everybody ahead of time about this recording, but hopefully the content will outweigh the background noises. Uh, can't control the environment. This is L.A., and sometimes people want to listen to their bops really loud. Like, <laughs> they, they want to fully bop. So, uh, respect the bop. Yeah, respect the bop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... So the difference is it's like liquor licensing. So for bikini and topless, like there's drinks, like alcoholic beverages and stuff. So like that can be good. But it also means that there's like a bit more um, restrictions on your dances. Like you have to you tend to have to like dance in like more public spaces. So it's like much more visible. You don't have private rooms. Full nude clubs without alcohol. They do have private rooms. Oh, my God. And the drinks that they serve, it's just like Red Bull. Red Bull. Water. water. They have Diet Red Bull. Coke. Frappuccinos yeah, at I, every club. And it's like 6 to $10 for a drink, and it's a mandatory one drink minimum. $12 at, like, my last club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, so funny because, okay, so at my first two clubs, so I've been at three clubs in total, and mm-hmm. I've probably done, like, very few shifts per club, but, like, I'm settling on um, the club that Selena's at because I like it. Yeah, and there's just, like, a lot of money at this club. Yeah. It's, like, in a good spot. Uh, we get a lot of travelers and a lot of business people because we're by a convention center. But, like, the clubs that I was at, um, there was a requirement where the the bartender had to come around and ask us while we were in the middle of our dances or, like, if we were talking to a customer, she would come up and be like, do you want a drink? And we'd have to say yes, and if we yeah. said no, we'd get in trouble. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you like some clubs you definitely have to sell drinks and like there's a certain drink minimum or a requirement to say yes anytime you're asked if you want a drink. Mm-hmm. Even if you really don't care about having a drink. Which is so awkward because like a lot of the customers at my first club <laughs> um, were just like these working class people, I yeah. think, and they were kind of not trying to buy water for $12. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is understandable because I'm not trying to buy water for $12, but also like if you're not willing to pay $12 for a water, then you can't afford a lap dance. That's true. And, like, you just need to kind of be balling to be real. Like, but it really sucked because it sucked away my tips, I feel Yeah, like. exactly. <laughs> like, they pay $12 and they think, oh, well, she's going to get $12. Yeah. And it's, like, not the case. Or they pay $12 and they're like, I've spent enough, like, extra money on you. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I've treated you already. I've treated you already to this drink that you didn't want, so... Okay, so auditioning. <laughs> so most uh, clubs, oh, yeah. you're going to have to come in and audition. And the best way to do that, I would say, is you need to call ahead. Wait, my first two clubs, I did not have to audition, though. So I mm-hmm. want to go on about that. So um, my first club, Spearmint, which is like an employee club. Spearmint and it's, right a, now. And it's, it's a like chain a chain, yeah. Throughout and, LA. Well, um, all over, too, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Oh, really? All over the U.S. or all over Yeah, I Cali? think so. I think, well, I don't know if it's Cali, but I know it's, like, kind of western United States. Like, there's several spearmint rhinos. It's, like, a, a big chain. Okay. Yeah. Well, I kind of walked in, and the people were just, like, they they check you out. Mm-hmm. I wasn't naked. Um, I And they were, like, fill out this application. When are yeah. you ready to work? And then come in on that day. Yeah. Um. 
Other clubs will sometimes be a little discreet about if they don't like you. They might cut, like, the manager might come out, look at you, and be like, I'm sorry, but we're not hiring today. Yeah. Or uh, we hired, like, three other girls already tonight, so... Yeah. Maybe come back another day. Um, I'll keep your application in mind. I'll call you. Mm-hmm. I'll call you and let you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a bad breakup, like, ghosting. Mm-hmm. Like, you just get ghosted so regularly with yeah. these things. Like, I remember... The first club I auditioned for, like, I came in um, without, like, calling ahead, and I just, like, showed up, like, ready, and I had, like, taken so long to psych myself up, because I was, like, so scared, I was, like, so nervous, I was, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be on stage, I have to dance, I have to talk to people, I'm, like, have nothing to wear, um, and I'm really poor, and <laughs> so, I, like, I showed up, and uh, and they were, like, come back another day. And it, like, broke my heart a little bit because yeah. I was like, fuck, I have to, like, go all the way back. I paid for this Uber, and I have to Uber back, oh and then God. I have to Uber back another day, and I'm, like, so broke. So it was, like, a little crushing. <laughs> I had—that was kind of my experience. I actually auditioned twice at um, Selena's Club. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I auditioned, uh, it was— <laughs> <laughs> It was this manager who kind of tends to discriminate against uh, women of color— like, he will definitely hire, like, any white girl on the spot. But, like, um, for women of color, he's, like, uh, I don't think we we need more. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he kind of, like, he did the whole, you know, turn around, let me check you out. Like, I was... 360. Yeah, I was naked for this, and I, I really like that I don't have to get naked at this club. Another thing is, is that, like, uh, in auditioning or, like, in dancing... Being a new stripper, I'm just kind of awkward at dancing. Um, don't. don't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. Like it's not a bad thing. Everybody's like awkward whenever they're learning a new skill. So, but. I already feel awkward enough. It's so shameful. But um, yeah, and so like the the additional stress of removing, I like bras are fine, but underwear over yeah. my like over boot, like high shoes. Yeah, it's really difficult, and I just. I've fallen over several times in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like there's not really a very graceful way to take off your undies, mm-hmm. like, because you have to like step over it and stuff like that. It's just like complicated. Um, so yeah. I just, yeah. Oh wait, but actually, this first audition, I did wear my bra and underwear. But another thing happened. So, um, I'm kind of like, si- <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about up. this part. And um. <laughs> I kind of tell them to play whatever song because I had a bad feeling um, that it wasn't going to go too well. And I didn't want any of my favorite songs to be tied to a failed audition. So they're playing, I think, Rihanna, some Rihanna song. Yeah. And it's like one that I don't think I've ever heard, but I didn't like it. And I didn't know how to move to it either. (laughs) And I am kind of just... uh, (laughs) I'm dancing and... um, and shaken to the to the music really kind of rapidly. Yeah, going really fast. Like, <laughs> I think one of the baby stripper moves is like you start dancing like really really fast, and mm-hmm. like you have to like take it down to like a quarter of what you think is normal. You want to go even slower than what you think yeah slower is. than you think like a crawl. Like <laughs> yeah, like whenever you don't know any moves, all you want to do is just gyrate a little bit. Yeah, except that you don't. Like you just want to like move really slowly, and like it's like. 
it's hard to describe. And and the best way to figure out how to dance like a stripper is to like go to a strip club, do a little research, like watch some girls. Man, I've been watching girls for every single time I see them on stage. Mm-hmm. I watch every dancer yeah. and take notes and I'm still not getting it. But um I think it'll just come and Okay, okay well I to think be it's... to be real, you've only been dancing for maybe like eight days in total. That's true. That's only eight days to learn <laughs> a skill that's complicated. I'm very inconsistent. But I <laughs> Yeah, it's like first week okay now bye I'm going on vacation (laughs) yeah I and I like worked at that um I worked at Sin, spelled S-Y-N-N. Sin is, like, one of the best names for a club. S-Y-N-N. Nothing better. <laughs> but I wish it was just S-I-N. Yeah. I don't know why Sin. they had to, like, chicken they out had, like that. They had to, like, make it extra, like, fancy. I want Penance to be a club, and I penance. want it to be all white. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Penance is a club. But that sounds more like a kink club, like a dungeon. Mm, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I think that the body shop should be more of a kink club. Like, car washes. We've got, like, yeah. cars with poles speared through them and that would be really hot it'd be really fucking well i mean the reason my body or body shop is iconic is because uh i forget which band like one of those like throwback like motley crew or something had the song girls 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 and it's Mm. just like singing about the body shop on like sunset it's like girls 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 see they could still do that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it could definitely like be better designed like all of these clubs because they're just like designed by like really stupid men who have no sense of taste no sense of taste spearmint was the ugliest club that I've ever been in. Actually, that's a lie because the club that we're working at is really fucking It's ugly. really ugly. It's like pirate brothel vibes. Like mm-hmm. like meets burlesque, like velvet. Oh my god, curtains. when the manager the manager was taking me around. Uh okay, wait, wait. I wanna keep going on like auditions because that's know. a whole audition experience too. Yeah, he was something. He's a handful. And oh yeah, managers are definitely like a whole genre of man. <laughs> but he he was Okay, so in a lot of clubs, there's, like, pictures of naked girls on the walls, and they're not the girls that work there. They're They're usually, like, porn stars or, like, stock images. Yeah, um, but he was like, I took all of these photos. I took all of these photos. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, they're not exactly what I, like... Envisioned, but I was just working for the client, and I'm like, "What? Who the fuck is the client? This is your club, aren't you?" The fucking owner. Who's the client? He's like, "I'm a graphic designer, so that's just what we do." We we. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Man, anybody can call themselves a graphic designer. I call myself a graphic designer. (laughs) Um, I say I like to graphic, and I design. I went to the. Rhode Island School of um, Design. <laughs> the best design school. The best design school. In North America. In North America. Everybody knows the name. <laughs> say it loud. Say it proud. I'm a designer. So, um, yeah. And so, okay. Uh, Auditioning, you, like, so he takes you around. Mm, okay, wait, wait. The second club that I got into was also no audition. So Sin didn't audition me. It was just, like, this they girl. They just looked at you. Yeah, they looked at me. And they were, like. If uh, they even let you in the fucking door. Yeah, the manager didn't want to see me, but this girl came out, and she saw me, and she told the manager, she was like, this girl's really cute, you should mm-hmm. hire her, come on, and he was like, I'm not in the fucking mood, and <laughs> she was just like, you just need do to it. do it. Just do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I walked in, and, like, um, he was like, okay, you're hired, like, yeah. basically in the first, like, well, at first he kind of gave me the, the, the one 
go around the the, the like spin around the do the three sixty. The just no 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 not not that just the sort of like so why are you leaving your old club? So why did you go? <laughs> why do you want to be here? And it's like um I was just like. Um, well, I had, like, a really weird experience in one of the VIP rooms. I just want to start fresh at a new club because, like... This is partly, partially the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is definitely partially the truth. I had a lot of negative feelings about Spearmint after that. And, and I was, it was, like, and a lot of it was, like, people suck. And people suck all over, but, like, you should at least be getting paid for people to suck. Yeah. And it was just, like, no one was coming through. And even in, like, evenings and nights, Fridays, Saturdays, it was just empty. It was a ghost town. And it's just not the... I want a steady demographic of like old money or something. Just like, just like yeah. rich people. Just like rich people, not so much like day laborers. Like, mm-hmm. I totally respect all kinds of labor, but totally. like, we are a fucking luxury item, so yeah. if you can't afford that, then like, you know, shit, shit people sucks. People were so cheap at Spirit. Yeah. They it's were like so we're not working cheap. for minimum wage. I never got a single tip. What the fuck? That yeah. blows my mind. So, so like, so for auditioning, um, you should definitely do your research on the club. And there's chains versus local spots. I will say that I personally am a fan of, oh my god, this cart will not go away, of local spots. <laughs> um, because locals, uh, like, they can operate differently than, like, larger chains. And larger chains tend to have, like, a lower price range. Um, so... Like, they might, like, their most expensive dance might be, like, $100, or it might be, like, $200 versus, like, some of these other clubs where it'll be, like, the most expensive dance is, like, $600 to, like, $2,000. But also, I'll say, like, there are some exemptions, like, uh, like, Hustler. Like, Hustler has, like, the Lodge, and the Lodge is, like, $2,000. So, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Is that, like, a famous Insta person type of... No, no. Hustler is just, like, owned by Larry Flynn. It's, like, one of those, like, long-standing chains. It's also connected to Deja Vu. Mm -hmm. So, like, Larry Flynn has, like, a share in Deja Vu and also in Hustler. Okay. Um, So, like, it's just... So, I could work there. You You could could work work wherever the fuck you want to (laughs) work. If they hire you. No, I can't work at Crazy Girls, though. Yeah, well, Crazy Girls is, like, a handful. So there's also celebrity clubs, and that's where you see, like, a lot of, like, Instagram celebrity-type girls who dance there, like, girls with clout who show up, and they have, like, their regulars. They have their online presence, and they come there, and, like, it's, like, you have to have really good publicity to end up in a lot of those clubs, or you just have to have, like, the most banginess body, to be real. So, Mm. um, and, like... I have, like, a regular body. Like, it's decent, you know? It's, like, I'm on the skinny side of, like, what a lot of those celebrity clubs want. They kind of want, like, thick girls, like, slim thick, like, hourglass. Boom, boom, boom. Like, and I'm just, like, kind of, like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> My body is very au natural. Au natural, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, with some of those celebrity clubs, there's, like, a lot of implants and, like, mm-hmm. kind of um, silicon involved. And, and that's totally chill. Like, I love it. I'm a huge fan of people who get implants and surgery and silicon. Like, go for it, girl. But, like, I just don't. I don't do that right now because it's expensive and uh, it's a it's an expensive ha- ha- blah, blah, blah. It's an expensive thing to, like, maintain. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I would suggest, like, doing some research, popping into some clubs, seeing what vibe you like, and uh, making sure that you, like, kind of, that you like the spot Mm -hmm. before you go in. Mm -hmm. And that there's, like, decent customer activity. So, like, sometimes, like, 
a local spot may do more to like uh, network with the community. Like they'll just like constantly like be handing out like vouchers to get in for free, putting like a lot of effort into their online presence, having like billboards and stuff like that. Um, so like they might just like put a lot into it and they might have been like in the same spot for like over a decade. So they have like a clientele that's consistently there. Like at the club that we both work at right now, we have like a lot of people who have been there for decades and who will like literally go into the same story of like, oh, I've been here for like 20 years and like I've seen it change. And remember whenever it was just like this tiny room and now it's like a huge like expanded club mm -hmm. and isn't that so amazing? I'm a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. So um, I think that that's kind of cool. But the thing with chains is that sometimes, like, the most random celebrities just pop up at these, like, chains. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, last weekend or the weekend before, Mike Epps, like, showed up at, like, the Deja Vu on Main Street. Mm -hmm. and my friend works there. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, like, if you don't know who Mike Epps is, he uh, wrote Friday or, like, he directed or wrote Friday. I forget. Anyway. You might know him from Friday, is the point. <laughs> you might know that I'm not that familiar with a lot of, like, iconic black cultural movies, and that's just because I grew up in a mixed household. <laughs> so, yeah, but more, like, just raised by Puerto Ricans. More raised by a Puerto Rican mom. So, like, <laughs> you, like you just... Anyway, so, um, to clarify, I'm a black and Puerto Rican, so that you know, like, where I'm coming from. And uh, ditto. Ditto. a <laughs> a Okay, so uh, you've called ahead to your club, and you are ready to do your audition or to show up or to do your 360, however that may be. Mm -hmm. What do you need to bring? Um, so for the most part, a lot of clubs will have you go straight to working the first, like right after yeah. your audition. So you should be ready to work. So mm -hmm. what were you going to say? Um, oh, just that, like, my first club didn't do this, and actually, when I auditioned at Sin, or when I showed up at Sin, <laughs> <laughs> when I appeared on their doorstep, <laughs> um, he was just like, so, um, when are you free to work? You can work now, or you can come back tomorrow, so it was kind of an open-ended thing, but, I mean, I think they ideally want you to start working immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, if you audition at a place, if you... So, I mean, come prepared for whatever. Yeah, yeah. Come prepared to either work or to have to come back another day. But mm -hmm. regardless, you should be fully made up. Fully. You should have your makeup done. You should have your hair done. If you have short hair, have a clip-in extension or a clip-in ponytail. Unless you're white, I think it's... Unless you're white, and then, like, you can pretty much get away with anything. Yeah. <laughs> but if, I mean, and also kind of if you're, like, white Latina. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're white Latina and you don't have curly hair, you have, like, regular... If you have, like, straight hair, then they'll probably, like, let you do pretty much whatever, except yeah. for have, like, a shaved head unless, like, your Amber Rose level, like, curvilicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you have to have that body yaddy yaddy to, mm -hmm. like, show up there with any kind of hair. Um, but if you're, like, on the slim side, if you're, like, black, if you have curly hair, probably try to have long hair, whatever that means to you, if mm -hmm. it's wearing a wig. Um, it can't really often mean braids or locks. Yeah, do not show up with braids because a lot of clubs you. will reject you. They will just not let you even audition. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad truth because there is a lot of discrimination. It is an industry that thoroughly discriminates. The less black you look. The more ethnically ambiguous you can make yourself look, the more likely you are to get hired and to also make money, which sucks so bad because um, it just makes you feel... 
like, I mean, you just have this sense of, like, the internalized racism going on in the club, like, before you even start. Just, Mm -hmm. like, knowing that, oh, I have to, like, change myself from how I naturally am to, like, fit this image to make money, to be valuable to society or to be valuable to this, like, endeavor or whatever. Yeah, but... Actually, I mean, it also does depend a little bit on where you are. It depends so much on where you are. So if you're in, like, Atlanta or if you're in Florida. Or even downtown. Or if you're in an urban club, too. Yeah, because, I mean, in my first club, um, the dark-skinned black girl I was working with, um, I forgot everyone's names um, at this point. Mm -hmm. Except for Hazel. Hazel was also black, but they were, like, the biggest moneymakers in the Mm -hmm. club. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, but um, at... The club that we're working at, it's definitely kind of like a... Leans towards white and Mm -hmm. leans towards ethnically ambiguous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, one time I heard a customer be like, there's not any black girls at this club, is there? And I'm like, "Um, there are, but we're, like, all incognito. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we all somehow seem to be black and Puerto Rican. Like, I swear (laughs) there's, like, five black and Puerto Rican girls at this club. And there's, like, so few, like, Puerto Ricans in L.A. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, that like, was at my old club, too. Yeah, I'm just like, how did you find us all? <laughs> um, yeah, so, and, okay, I forgot to mention that there are urban clubs, and urban club, or urban is, of course, like, one of those coded words that means, like, black clubs. Mm-hmm. So, like, urban clubs will hire a more diverse, like, group of women and also, like, bodies. So, like, the if you're, like, heavier, like, they, you might get hired at an urban club if you don't get hired at some of the other clubs. And so it's, like, good to, like, audition at multiple places. Don't take one rejection as the final rejection. A lot of times you're going to have to, like, hop around and see, like, what club is a good fit for you? What club provides the best benefits to you? What club gives you the best, um, like, split of the money? What club is just, like, working for what you need and is, like, has the clientele that likes you as Mm -hmm. you? So that's... That's what I did, too, because I didn't start off at the club that I am at right now. Like, I started off at another club, and I was honestly, like, kind of too skinny for it. Like, I have, like, a more athletic build, and I found that the club that I'm at is better for me because they have a lot of skinny girls, and it's, like, definitely focused on skinny girls. And, like, the clientele likes skinny girls, so I don't have to, like, grow a lot, or I don't have to, like, get implants or anything to, like, make the money that I make. I had, like, a little hack. This is kind of related. Yeah. But at my old club, so Hazel was the best dancer, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, And, like, we didn't look alike, but to the untrained eye, people thought we were the same person. (laughs) So she would get off the stage, and then I might hustle the room a little bit. (laughs) I would get, like, some of her regulars started to come to me. Mm -hmm. And um, also, like, some people who were like, oh, I thought you were the girl on stage, but you're all so cute. So it works out. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, sometimes (laughs) you you just have to, like, figure out your hack to, like, make the money. Yeah. Um, Okay, so what's in your bag? To get back to the question. Mm, Wipes. Bring baby baby wipes. wipes. Makeup. Baby wipes. Okay, this is uh, something that you might not think of, but, like, you know, it's just for your odors. Yeah, you're going to get smelly. You're dancing. You're sweaty. You're rubbing against men who have various smells. Mm -hmm, Like, maybe they smoked, like, a whole pack of cigarettes in their car. They've hotboxed all day, and then they want to give you a hug. And you don't want to smell like that, so you have baby wipes. Yeah, and, I mean, you might take a shit. You might take a shit, and you don't want to, like, leave a, like, poop trail on them. 
Yeah, or even just kind dark. of, like, your butt kind of smells a little different. Yeah, it does. It does, definitely. I remember one time, oh, my God, I felt so bad because, like, there was this girl on stage, and she was dancing, and she had her, like, butt in front of this guy, and I was, like, sitting on him, and he, like, came up to give her money, and I was like, oh, like, throw money at her, please, because she's, like, fucking working. And anyway, then he came back, and he was like, ooh, her butt was stanky. Like, it smells like she just took a shit. And I was like, oh, my God, like... How do you tell this girl, like, to, like, help her out in this moment and also, like, not offend her? And mm-hmm. also, like, this guy maybe is just, like, super sensitive to butt stink. Like, yeah. some people are into it. Check out, like, Brazilian uh, fart-in-your-face videos. I've had a, f- <laughs> a few customers who've been really into just smells. Yeah, oh, my God, I they had can... a guy who was just like, you're stinky, and I like it. And yeah. I'm like, it freaks <laughs> me out. They were like, like Don't I had this guy that. sniffing my armpits. He was, yeah. And I was like, oh, He just, like, oops. took a really, like, deep inhale into my armpits and was like... <laughs> Mm, I like that. <laughs> I've had guys be like, "Do you like? Will you touch like your butthole?" And then I want to smell your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like you never know what these men are into, and like sometimes people are really into like the smells, like mm-hmm. more cooch smells, more butt smells, more Some pit of the dirty smells. talk I've heard. It, like this it's legitimately guy, dirty. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Oh, I love it, dirty." Like I, I just want to take you back to my place, and like you're gonna be so sweaty and stinky. Like you need to let your bush grow out. So it's just disgusting. And, like, it smells, wow. I just want to take a big whiff. And I want to take a big whiff. <laughs> yeah. So bring baby wipes is the moral of that story. Because mm-hmm. um, it's better to not cater to that niche kink. Yeah, it's definitely niche. And overall, men will complain about smells. Mm-hmm. Um, so bring your baby wipes. Bring some perfume because you're going to yeah. be smelly and you want to like kind of mask it. I like... Personally, because I'm kind of a hippie, maybe you can tell by this shirt because I'm live right now. It's, like, full-on hippie mode. So uh, I like to do essential oil. So I'll, like, bring, like, lavender or, like, some kind of citrus mix. And, and I honestly think on. those work better because of how, like, body odors are a little yeah. more earthy. Like, having an earthy-toned yeah. thing. Like, sandalwood in the back is pretty yeah, good. Definitely. Like, a lot of guys compliment me on this, like, the way that I put on, like, whatever smells I have, they're like, oh, this is really nice. Like, it's refreshing. Like, yeah. they're like, you don't just smell like regular stripper, which not to downplay, like, the wonderful aromas of Victoria's Secret products. True. But, like, you know, sometimes people want to shake it up and, like, and also it's a bit more discreet. So, like, if a guy comes home smelling like lemons, it's less obvious than smelling like uh, rustic rose from mm-hmm, Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret, like whatever. Oh, another thing about that though is you don't want to do too much extra. Like, don't put on glitter. No glitter. Yeah. No body oil because you will just make everything slick. And the lotion, no lotion, ideally, unless it's yeah. really thin and you. Put oh, but it- I mean, but specifically, no glitter. If, think about your clientele as a bunch of people who are like trying to be discreet, who about- are probably married or mm-hmm. with girlfriends or things like that, yeah. and they're trying to come home afterwards and not just be covered in glitter they've told their uh family members that they're at the bar yeah they're just drinking some cold ones with the boys Mm -hmm. cracking a few cold ones so if you can be discreet yep that's gonna be like a major benefit for your business and for your clientele because you don't want to get people in trouble Mm because oh my god like this past saturday uh i was working and uh the dj was like uh 
<laughs> Jim Collins, your wife is on the phone for you. Jim Collins, your wife what? wants to talk to you. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes, sometimes we def- we get wives calling the club to be like, where the fuck is my mans? Oh. Yeah, I'm like, damn. Well, I mean, maybe she's chill with it, and she's just like, you should be home by now. Yeah, it's like, I need to, I need to be home now, please. Yeah. Like, somebody needs to cuddle me. <laughs> I'm here for these cuddles, and you're not here for that. You've been there long enough, okay? It's been like five hours. Okay, guy, it's been like five hours um so bring that bring your id um if you're in california in certain parts you need to have your social security card mm, yeah um, bring, your bring your social with you generally if you're auditioning because you don't want to have to run home and get it and mm. a lot of clubs won't even register you every in the club system. i've been to needed my social security card yeah every club that i've been to has needed my social so and like they may not even need like a fully um current id but it just has to like ha- be like a decent id so mm-hmm. um yeah my driver's license driver's license works if you have a passport, that works. Also, like, a lot of clubs hire international people who may not have, like, f- who may have irregular uh, immigration status. And so, like, you know, just having whatever you have as an ID works. Because mm-hmm. they just needed to sign the paperwork. What? Um, oh, bring extra outfits. Bring outfits. Yeah, because sometimes you want to change. You get into the club and you realize the vibe is different from what yeah. you've been wearing. Yeah, And, like... Yeah, because these, these girls show up. They really do. Like, nobody is half-stepping in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, so bring snacks because you're probably going to be hungry, and a lot of clubs don't provide uh, food for you. Mm-hmm. And you're working, like, six-hour shifts at least. So, like, most yeah. shifts last six hours. So you want to, like, have something to keep you going. They'll give you water at, like, most places. So, like, you don't have to worry too much about that. But bring some snacks. I used to, like, have protein powder shakes that I would just, like, drink to keep me from, like, getting too hungry and not bloating. Um, Energy bars are always good. Also, you know what? What's amazing is that, like, there's just, like, not a lot of shame about eating at clubs. There's a lot of body positivity. Mm -hmm. So I will watch, like, girls eat whole burgers in front of me and, like, full plates of fries and then go dance on stage. Yeah, a lot of girls just have a little belly. Yeah, a lot of girls just, like, work with a full belly, and it's, like, totally fine Uh because, you know, like, we need to eat. Like, we're humans, and everybody bloats after eating stuff. So so it's, like, totally healthy, and, like, that's one of the best things. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, um, dancing shoes. Wait, I was just going to say also that on stage, just as a little tip, is um, you don't need to climb the pole. You don't need to climb the <laughs> pole, but we're, we're not quite there yet. No, I'm just meaning in your audition. In your audition, don't try to do anything that, that you're you don't not. Know how to do. Yeah, you don't know how to do. Just like make it as simple for yourself as possible. You don't even have to move to the beat. Just be sexy. Just be sexy and interact with the audience as much as you can. Like make eye contact. Mm-hmm, make eye contact. Like jiggle your boobs for them. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. you, yeah. <laughs> come over here. Yeah. Give them the the like come hither finger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So anyway, also in your bag, bring dancing shoes. I would recommend Pleasers, but there's other brands of dancing shoes that Pleasers I... Pleasers are standard, Pleasers though. are the standard, though. Like, if you want all of, like, the swag, like, the dancer look, your clear heels type vibe, Pleasers are your go-to, and they're going to range in price from, like, $40 to, like, $200, depending. Mm-hmm. Clubs will often have them to to sell to you. Yeah, also. yeah, that's true. A lot of clubs will offer to sell them to you, but they'll often be at a markup. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, oh, these shoes normally cost $40, but we can sell them to you for $80. Yeah. So it's definitely like, try to bring your own. You can get them on Amazon for reasonable prices. 
that's where I order mine. I recommend the boots because it makes it really easy to climb the pole. Yeah, it the protects your really feet. Nice. Yeah, it protects your feet. You have a good grip for the pole. Mm-hmm. Um, it protects your ankles too because you're dancing on like six inch plus heels. Yeah, so it's like it, any kind of additional support that you can have yeah. like is often great. But also like a lot of people just want to have like the aesthetic of like a really like thin strappy sandal Mm -hmm. and because that's like kind of the traditional look of stripper shoes so you know do what feels right for you if you're totally comfortable in like six inch seven inch stilettos and that like this is what you want then do it do what makes you feel good girl or person they them Mm -hmm. or boy honestly we have like a lot of trans uh strippers to be real and like a lot of them they use she her pronoun or yeah she her pronouns in the club but like outside of it they're like super butch like, I, there's this one girl at the club that I really like, or person at the club. I don't know what pronouns they use, um, but, like, they just, like, rock a totally shaved head all the time, and, like, they look super boyish IRL, but, like, in the club, they, like, put on a blonde, like, flowy wig, and mm-hmm. they're, like, just full-on girl mode. So it's just, like, you kind of, you have to, like, cater your image to your job. It's just, like, any other uniform in a lot of ways. Like, you just... This is what you wear to work. And then outside of that, you're your own self. Like, I couldn't, I could wear my hair like this in the club, like a big, like curly afro type thing, but it would be a lot harder for me to make money. Um, even if, like, there's gonna be people who are super into it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, for me, I try to make my life easy. Yeah. Um, okay, so if you're too mm. poor to afford pleasers, I would say whatever high heels you have and whatever lingerie you have or stop by forever 21 or some other like shop that's pretty affordable or even fucking thrifting i've like thrifted some all my under uh, well all my bras are thrifted actually yeah (laughs) (laughs) and they're cute bras i mean it's like definitely there's a stigma about like going and thrifting undergarments but i don't thrift underwear i don't think that's possible Either. Yeah, I wouldn't suggest doing that, but, like, for bras, I mean, it's <laughs> it just, it's, like, kind of whatever. It's, like it's just, shirt. like, burb. It's, like, a shirt. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, like, just covering your boobs and, like, you're not excreting any extra stuff from your boobs. Mm-hmm. Unless, I guess, you're breastfeeding, which or a lot of dancers like are breastfeeding, but it's, like. Pus. Sometimes people Yeah, or if you have, like, a nipple piercing and it's, like, oozing pus, and that's unfortunate, but, you know, it's not, like, going to kill you or. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you have to kind of have, like, a high threshold for the gross whenever you're going into this industry. Yeah. Okay, so that so we've kind of covered your audition, where, when, Wait. and stuff like that. And we've talked about what's in your bag. So let's start. Let's take a break for an oh, ad. Oh, wait, no. Um, oh. Well, I mean, I just want to talk more about auditioning. Oh, well, we're going to. We're, we're going to. <laughs> we're just going to take a quick <laughs> ad break, Okay. So we've come up with some ads because we currently have no sponsors, but if you would like to be spon- or if you would like to sponsor us, we're really cheap right now. Give us five dollars and we'll plug you. <laughs> uh, Venmo me, ask for my Venmo. It's summertime and the living is easy. You may recognize that line from the Broadway classic Porgy and Bess. I'm a f- big fan of classic things, like my uncovered mid-century porch, but these new retractable porch awnings might have me changing my tune. Globe Canvas manufactures the most state-of-the-art awnings catered to your needs. They'll make an awning for your two-bedroom colonial, your beachside condo, your duplex, your New York City fire escape, and more. Just listen to some of these real testimonials from our customers. Globe Canvas arrived on time and I didn't have any problems. There was a hole in my unit, but thankfully my wife has a sewing machine. Thanks, Nance. At first, 
I thought they were coming to rob me, so I called the police and pulled out my baseball bat. The police arrived, and the globe canvas guys almost got arrested. When the officers started walking away, boy did I cry. I never felt so vulnerable. In the end, we had to cancel my insulation. Luckily, they gave me back my deposit. Summertime, having a blast. Summertime, wish it could last. You'll never need grease for your retractable porch awnings by Globe Canvas. Schedule your insulation today.